Happy Thursday, everybody. Happy Thursday. Welcome to the Dollar Hour. I am Deontay Bird, a.k.a. Mr. Short Dollar himself. We got a great show topic uh, tonight because I think a lot of people, because, you know, me being an accountant, I've seen so many different things, uh, so many uh, different occurrences where people have issues uh, from a financial standpoint where they're caught off guard, you know, uh, due to the things in the economy, due to things with that particular company that they're working for, where they're caught off guard. Mm. One day they're high on a horse, next thing they know they're out of a job. Okay. And they missed a lot of signals, and they weren't prepared for certain things. So the, uh, tonight's show discussing um, leaving your job before they fire you. Leaving okay. your job before they fire you. Uh, we're also streaming on my other YouTube channel, Change Lives. So again, I think it's kind of like a mixed topic. Mm -hmm. Well, a lot of people have this because so many times people are caught off their rocker, especially, you know, when, when you're living good. Money's mm -hmm. great, economy is great. You know, and next thing you know, like, shit, you're just trying to figure stuff out. So, again, we're talking about leaving your job before they fire you, okay? Okay, I'm glad you cleared it up because I thought, I'm thinking, if I'm doing something wrong at the job, I'm still in pens and pencils and they know it. I know I'm going to get fired. So, mm -hmm. I'm thinking it was more of that and I'm, you're not more of the company is having financial issues. So, nah, that's what it's more about. No, nah, no, nah, yeah, it's more about preparing yourself for some things where, you may not know it's there, or it may be the inevitable. Okay. You know, because sometimes we don't get signs, sometimes we do. Okay. So that's why, you know. Okay. So that, and, and I want to discuss that because far too often people can see certain things and we're going to pray on it. We're going to hope on it. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Jesus. They gave, they let me, you know, and a lot of times it's not even God got nothing to do with it. It's just like, hey, man, well, look, we're just going to keep them for a couple more months. Okay. And, a lot, and, and, and you see that things may be going in a different direction, but... Far too often people, because of their fear, mm -hmm. uh, uh, try to avoid, you know, like I said, the inevitable. So we're going to talk about it tonight. Again, tonight you're talking about leaving your job before they fire you. Uh, again, I'm Deontay Burton, a.k.a. Mr. Short Dollar himself. You know on this Mr. Short Dollar YouTube channel, we talk about personal finance, business, entrepreneurship, and investing. Um, we have over 700 videos on the YouTube channel. We also have a grants playlist with over 150 open grant opportunities for you, for you guys to take advantage of. So whatever platform you're looking at, because right now we're streaming live on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, LinkedIn, TikTok, and Twitter. But regardless of what platform you're, you're you're looking at us on, go to the Mr. Short Dollar. Again, that's Mr. Short Dollar YouTube channel. Subscribe to the channel and take advantage of all the great information that we currently have on the channel and all the information we have coming down the pipe. Also, guys, you know, we got a call-in show going on tonight. Right. So if you have any uh, instances or circumstances that involve in, um, uh, well, you may have got fired, you know, and you you seen, you had signs and things like that, or how you dug yourself out of a situation before the ship sank, call in and discuss it. The call in number is 678-740-9894. Again, that's 678-740-9894. Again, the night show we're talking about leaving your job before they fire you. And Latasha Lane said, this is right on time. She said her job just informed her that um, they're preparing to cut 150 employees. Well, I tell you what. And I next month. Okay, I appreciate you tuning in. And, and by the end of this show, I promise you, you'll be in a better headspace to prepare you for just in case. You know, if you love your job and you're glad you're there, great. Mm -hmm. But just in case, I guarantee at the end of this show, you'll be better prepared to go go going forward instead of, you know, just more of a watch and see mode. Okay. And I, I I'm, you know, I... I've been in this situation a few times at different levels and different uh, for different aspects in regards to uh, you know leaving my job for out fire. I remember my first job out of the military. I was working uh, at John Wheeling Homes, mm -hmm. and man, I was really like uh, 
coming out of the military, you know, military, you know, them the federal government, so they right. they're not laying anybody off. Right. So I, you know, I get out there, got the the little boy, and the baby. You know, I'm just working and stuff like that. I think I make about ten dollars an hour, or something like that, some mm -hmm. crazy. But then, uh, I remember uh, 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 I was in school, just doing what I'm supposed to do. You know, just and I, and I'm really ignorant to still to the real world because mm -hmm. I've been in the military, and you know, you just folks firing you, do this, that, and that, all kind of stuff. You know, I had never really Experience. had it. You know, yeah, you know, look, right. you know, you, when I was, I got fired when I was working. Uh, Fast food growing up, but you know, hell, we just might be not throwing patties with each other at each other. So you know, <laughs> shit you calls, you know, right, right, old banky, you know. So <laughs> right. uh, I remember, man, this was two thousand three or four, yeah, something like that, maybe oh two or three. But I know this was a, uh, I think PJ was born, uh, my, my, right before the market, that first market crash. Okay, I think it was oh three. Mm -hmm. Uh, maybe, but, but anyway. I mean, that's what it, it was kind of like when, when the uh, trade centers got crashed. Okay. Because, you know, when all that was happening, I mean, gas went from, you know, uh, super unleaded, went from 99 cents to damn $3 mm -hmm. in, in, in like two weeks. Big shock. Crazy shit. Right, you know right, what I'm saying? Right. And I'm riding this big old 78 Cadillac Coupe de Ville. <laughs> <laughs> super gas cousin. <laughs> but I used to fill it up for $10. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I went from filling it up for $10. You know, it's tripling, man, that I was 30 bucks. I'm like, I'm about to lose my mind. <laughs> right. So when the market crashed, I worked for a home building company. So what's happening there, the prices going up. So they just started off, you know, started talking about laying people off. Mm -hmm. And the thing we're working with Wheeling, Wheeling was so successful in the home building market in Atlanta. Every two years, they would take the whole company mm -hmm. on a trip or a cruise or something like that. Right. Bahamas, you know. Uh, Daytona. Mm -hmm. I mean, the whole damn company. Everybody. Not, yeah, I'm on 900 people. Okay. Co company pay for a trip. You've been there two years. So they were making that kind of money, right? Uh -huh. So now you're sitting there like, this is just like, man, you, you, you know, hog heaven, right? right? And it was cool for me because I was in school working. But long story short, oh, just like that, you go from total comfort and everything to now you're like, damn, these folks might lay me off and I got this damn baby. I got mm -hmm. this little boy. And hell, she wasn't no damn help. You know what I'm saying? So I was sitting here like, what the hell am I going? You know what I mean? And it, it scared the hell out of me. The problem came up was like, and, you know, I'm just being transparent with me. And I got a couple other instances was I was just ignorant. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, you you talk to the OGs and them. These OGs were more so like, man, we just going to ride it out, ride it out. Because mm -hmm. pretty much those guys were working. They they This was... Like, this was a pinnacle. Okay. I'm 23, 24. Just out the military. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm going you to school. Just started. Yeah, I'm going to school, so I know I'm going in a whole different direction. Right. Once I get my paper. But, like, this was these guys, you know, kind of like in their 40s already. Right. So, like, they just were like, this is it. Right. Like, they just trying to ride this shit out, ride it out, you know. So, their thing was, we'll just wait and see. Mm -hmm. Because they, in their mind, Cause they were making probably about fourteen, fifteen dollars an hour, mm -hmm. uh, which is good money back in 0203. Right. Uh, and it might be earlier than that. But anyway, their mindset was I may not necessarily, you know, be able to get this, whatever, because this is kind of around about the whole dot com boom. So, yeah. you know, it's just like, hey, you could, you know, when it was good, you can walk down full industrial and get hired on, you get fired, get another job at noon, fired, and get another <laughs> job in the afternoon. That's right. how that was, you know, it was just everybody was hiring, everybody was making money. I mean, you had all these 
instant millionaires and stuff. Mm -hmm. It was crazy. And uh, but you know, stuff got rocky. Like they were really like, "Hey man, we just wait and see." Mm -hmm. And I remember, man, when they came in, that and you know, I I didn't wait. I ain't, I ain't gonna lie to you. I didn't damn wait. I started you know applying to other places and stuff like that. That's when I got a call from the, the railroad mm -hmm. uh, to come down there. But I remember when they came in laying folks off, seeing those older guys crying. Mm -hmm. That messed me the hell up. Like, what the hell going on? Because, and, and what always stuck with me to this day was, I don't think the man was being callous mm -hmm. when he came in and said, hey, sorry, gentlemen, hey, we're going to let all this, that, and that go. He had no... Um, Remorse. He didn't care. It was just it was business. Right, right. And that always stuck with me. Like you know, like these these men had a whole lot more liabilities attached to them than I did. Right, you know, right. and I ain't say I had kids, but uh, uh, I also had youthful. You know, all this kind of stuff. You Hustle bus. Right. Yeah, yeah. Shit, I don't even, like I said, I don't even know if I was that. Like I was in that range. But you get you get my point. Right. And you know, my optimism level was a whole lot different in regards to a lot of stuff. But they were just sitting there, man. I mean, seeing grown men cry, and I'm like, hey, man, they just, shit, we can go get another. You know, like, now, again, I'm being naive, like, you can go get another job, mm -hmm. and, and I'm not taking consideration, like. They older? Well, they older, plus they pay can go from here to here. Yeah, right. Hell, I'm already here, so it right. didn't make me know that. <laughs> <laughs> you, you already there. Yeah, because, you know, so for you to go, it's up. Yeah, people, they've been at a company five, ten years and right, stuff like right. that, so they were a lot more established. Uh, with that, you know what I'm saying? They done had a lot more quarter raises than mm -hmm. I did. So, uh, just to see that effect and impact. And like I said, I didn't, when, when, when the supervisor read that, there was no, like, I, I didn't take it like he didn't care. Mm -hmm. It was just, he was, it was just business. Right. You know, just, hey, look, we, we was bottom line. Mm -hmm. But I, when I say didn't care, uh, uh, Protecting the company was more of a priority. That was that was than, it, that than, was his priority. Yeah, than, than and, everybody. And probably else. his job. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Right. But that stuck with me. Mm -hmm. That stuck with me not to be that way, but just to understand. Like, look, that's you know, you, you know what I mean. I, you know, one of my models. I trust you to be you. Right. You know what I'm saying. So, <laughs> I always look. You know, that had always stuck with me. Like, you know, people say, "Hey, we care about our people." This, that, nah. and that. I trust you to be you. Right, so, at right. the end of the day. That thought process is always going to be to protect themselves and protect the company. Mm -hmm. Regardless, you know, damn, I got kids or whatever. You know, you got health issues, spouse do, special mm -hmm. needs children, uh, mortgage, health issues. They don't give a damn about that. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, the company, protecting the company is it, the mm -hmm. bottom line. And that stuck with me. And I learned that you know, I hadn't had a college degree or whatever like that, but that was a big wake-up call but just to, uh, to see that. And, that, and that, 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 that was something that stuck with me. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, just, you know, just remember, I can remember his face today, reading the names off. All right, gentlemen, y'all take care. God bless him. Walk right out. Right. Then that's nobody. Y'all okay? You're okay. You need you know, Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need me nah, and they sitting they never do that. Woo! And I'm talking about those guys sitting in there, you know, and I'm just a little, the, the young cat, they were out there in the parking lot, you know, went out to Kilroy's mm -hmm. on an old national group in the warehouse over there. They done got their look. I mean, they were sitting out there for hours. You know, I'm just a little young tad, so I'm just hanging with them, but I ain't, I ain't even feeling this stuff. They feel, I'm like, man, I'm going to go get me some, and, you know, go mm -hmm. get me another gig. Right. But they were just, like, devastated, man, and that that that's just one of the things that, that, that stuck with me. Right. But it, do you think anybody, oh, say hey to your mom. What's up, mom? What's going on, mom? <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you think any anybody really can prepare themselves to get, no matter how long, like I said, you've been a couple of years, 
you know, when we work when we work at a, an establishment or work a job, most of us don't plan to get go there to get fired. You get what I'm saying? And then we we always got bills, and we always establish ourselves to a point to where we feel like okay, we do the right thing, we make sure we do good or whatever. Uh, everything will work out. Nobody is really prepared. I don't. I, you tell me what you think. I, I know this. I think this this live stream we gonna feel differently, but I don't think anybody's ever really prepared to get fired. No matter if you've been messing up at the job now, you just don't just not prepared for it. It's not, there's no pre preparedness for that. I, I I think we get complacent. I know. Well, you want to be. You know, you want to have some kind of comfort level in life and things like that. But I think. Typically, you're not really prepared for it to happen to you the first time. And some people may never happen mm -hmm. uh, with doing it. But until it happened that first time, you know, uh, we're doing it. And then you have to, from that point, you have some kind of a shell over you to, to do it. Now, how much you want to get into the shell? Because I don't seem like, you know, just when I was working at that job in that warehouse, it's funny. Uh, and I'm glad I seen a lot of that stuff when I was younger. Mm -hmm. It was a lot of guys in coming in, especially like, you know, uh, uh, and I'm not knocking warehouse jobs. You know, that was, that was probably one of the most fun jobs I had because I had some real good mentors mm -hmm. that would talk to me. In my credit, I listened to a lot of them guys. They had a lot of life experience. Mm -hmm. that, and I had so much fun. That was, a, that was one of the jobs. I didn't make it hardly any money. But um, I, I like going to work every day. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know, I, I really like doing that. But I, I, I would uh, say that there were a lot of guys that would come in. I see they just be glad to be working and just... I don't want to say they were bojangling, but you know they just were damn near on that boss. Come on, what we gotta do? Hey, this, hey, they, 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 they were, they were happy to hell to be there. Right. And I say that to say I think they had been through so much, you know, layoffs, firing, and all that kind of stuff. So it just, they just working, and you know, kind of like that old, uh, you know, depending on what generation come like, you know, people sit there and they can retire from jobs, mm -hmm. some jobs. Especially, you know, pretty much all of them retiring now unless you're working in some kind of public service. You ain't going to have no damn pension. Mm -hmm. So you better have something in your 401k. You're really going to be depending on Social Security. But when you sit there like, you ain't got none of that. Mm -hmm. And I even know that like, my grandparents, they were kind of like from that generation. Like, they had to get to a certain point in life where, like, look, it was Social Security or bus. Mm -hmm. And it's like a lot of people right now, you know what I'm saying? And um, I think that um, if you ain't had the experience, you wouldn't know. But then from that point... Uh, uh, people's outlook on that kind of stuff. Kind of like you go into, you know, you start dating and you don't got your heart broke. Mm -hmm. And, you know, sometimes you can look at it and say, well, you can't hold what happened with this person did on the next person. Then another uh, uh, vantage point is, shit, Jazz and got burned for you. Better learn. Better you see learn. these signs. Right, right, right. You better huh? watch the signs. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. They doing their phone like this. And, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They going out of the phone room right. when the phone rang. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Hey, so look. You have to learn from your experience. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. You hold something against them or your ass acting damn ignorant. All, right. All the stuff that happened to me before. So the, to answer your question, do people can people prepare for it? Uh, the, you know, I, 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 I don't think you ever can really, the, the, the mental aspect of it, you can do stuff, but I don't think people, how can I put it, you don't really know the feeling feeling until it happens. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Right, right. You know, that, that's the thing about it. You can hear all kinds of stories you about it. You learn from the experience. Exactly, you exactly. You know how it's going to feel until you feel it. And you got to feel that the, the feeling. You know, mm -hmm. so just like the first time you, you have a child mm -hmm. or the first time, you know, you get your, maybe get your first car, get your first house, you hear about it, but until you do it, you don't really don't know the feeling. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Right. What's up, Trey Nicole? How you doing? Appreciate you tuning in.
But you, if that makes sense. So, uh, you know, like now we're even having the conversations in regards to um, what people could do and everything like that. I, I, I still think uh, it mainly comes down to, you know, you know, trying to be as prepared as possible. Yeah. Um, I think I've had to have that happen to me four times. Mm-hmm. Four times yeah. that I've been laid off because of financial issues um, with the with the company. Uh, Were you preparing for it? I always go into jobs not expecting to be there long because I just know how people are, and I know how like when it, if it comes if it comes between me, the manager, and the district manager, the vice president, I'm always going to be the one to go. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like if if it comes to that. Um, I don't know if they ever know I was I was prepared. I guess my thing was just just the whole process of starting over. Gotcha. That's the that's the part that got me the most because I have been working like the, I, these jobs. I have been working like five, ten years at some of them, and just the whole aspect. And I think that's what a lot of us. It's not necessarily losing the job that we're upset about. It's the where you at where you at at that part in life. Right, and you then gotta you got you got to start over again. Like yeah. you got to. Got to go in here and you got to do the shuffling buckets. I don't care what nobody say. You got to do the whole little rigmarole. You got to make nice with these folks. You got to interview with these folks. And then you got to start the whole process over again. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The, from the filling out the application to sending the resume to interviewing. Selling yourself. Selling yourself and all that. And nobody really wants to go through that. That whole hiring process is... is, is uh, it can be draining. It's a yeah, it's especially, a draining especially process. Especially if you don't plan it. Right, it's, it's a draining like... process. Even though you may be looking for jobs while you're working, I mm. mean, I don't know anybody who don't keep looking while they're working because you like you said tomorrow could be the last day. I think 90% of people don't do right. that. I would say probably 80% of people. Man, I don't know why. But 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 just think about it. Do you think the average person, the average person layup is actively re uh evaluating their skill sets? Looking at where they fit in the market. No, no, I ain't say what you're supposed to do. Oh, okay. <laughs> I ain't say what you're supposed to do. Uh, do you think the to. average person is actually once they get a job? Do you think they really, are at, you know, have a, 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 a honest assessment with with, with uh, where, where where they at? You know, uh, you know, as far as professionally. My best friend's an HR director, and I know he always told me he said, Poochie, always update your resume. Try to look at it every quarter, but at least every year, because uh-huh. his whole point was. Because most time people update their resume, you know, damn near years down the road when they uh-huh. want to get a promotion or something. You don't forget half the shit you done did in the past. Right. You know, and everything. But he was very adamant about it. But that's what that's his world. That's what he does. Mm-hmm. And, and, and to that point, you know, psychologically, it's easy to get a job when you got a job. Right, right. And that's the thing about a lot of time people miss. Because think about it like this. That's why I really do admire this younger generation, this millennial generation. Because, you know, the people that they knocks, they feel entitled, this, that, and that. But they really, I, 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 it is no damn fear in regards to like, look, man, I'm boom, 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 mm-hmm. because at the end of the day, when you making, just say you making thirty thousand, but you want to see in the fifty thousand or seventy or eighty, whatever, doing it. If you on that progressive scale, the worst thing you can do is just stick on that uh, that thought process with the company you with, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You thinking about with that company you with. And shit, next thing you know, like, then, you know, you off track. Now you scrambling to fit in somewhere else. Mm-hmm. But if you know, okay, look, I'm 30, but I should be making, I can justify it. Right. You know, I can go in there right down and there. Y'all know it. 
or whatever. Because, you know, typically if you should make more at the market level, the people you work for, they'll know. Mm -hmm. They might be just waiting for you to say it and you, you, you sell it to them. Right. But if you sit there and, you know, go to the company B, company C, this, that, look. I suppose, you know, you know, yeah, I, I can do this and I can make this kind of money. You, you know, you, you need to look at that. But to your point, people get comfortable. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's close to my house. You know, this, that, and that. I got a lot of freedom. I got a lot of autonomy. Right. All that kind of stuff like that come into play, you know, which which I understand. Right. But also, you got to sit there and look at it, too. You've also become, excuse me, stagnant. You can't, you know, do certain things. Your money has increased over years, but it's got a, a, a wish reward with doing it. Yeah, uh, Future Jones says, uh, when will people believe in themselves? I don't necessarily know if it's people believing in themselves. I think it's more of getting when you lose a job is getting starting the process and getting other people to believe in you to hire you because regardless if we lose a job or not we still have bills bills don't stop when the job stops so i think all that stress adds on because you don't never know how long it's going to take you to to get another job but that's a great part about what, what, what tonight's show because again what we're discussing is because there's two ways to look at it like you, you can say I believe in myself, but what you said, I also got something called reality, mm -hmm. and all this, and uh, the reality of times. Mm -hmm. So look, I'm, I'm, I'm going on this track of life, and I'm working and stuff like that. Next thing you know, I lost my damn job. Mm -hmm. Now I wouldn't. We can go into this. Is not the show where we're talking about. Hey, have this six months emergency fund. Okay, with, with all that, you got all that stuff set up. You know, emergency fund. They're cool. You know, you can be able to survive six months, year, whatever, whatever it is. But at the end of the day, if you've been here and you believe in yourself. But nobody out here in this damn, you, you're you pressing now because you need to get something. Mm -hmm. But you can't get nobody to believe you to your point. Like, look, I want 50000 because this is what I made here. Mm -hmm. I know what you want, but we're going to offer you thirty five. Right. And at the end of the day, if you don't have the, the suitors there, you can sit on your, I ain't doing it, I ain't doing it, I ain't doing it. And then the next thing you know, you ass at McDonald's. Right. I'm just, and it happens all the time. Right. It happens all the times. That's why I say, you know, just like, you know, come Thanks for calling the dollar. How you doing? Hello, what's going on, bro? Now, what's happening? What's happening? Hey, now, this future underscore Jones, man. I got. I was typing, but um, I think my fat finger hit the button. I'm old, bro. I ain't got time for that stuff. <laughs> nah, that's cool. Well, talk to us. What, what, what you got to share with us, bro? Yeah, no, so I'm I'm retired from the military. Uh, I just retired in December. Okay, cool. Um, Congratulations. You know, in the Navy and everything. Uh-huh. Yeah, appreciate you. Uh, yeah, so I was a Navy counselor, and for me, I was trying to, I tried. I tried to go out here back into the world and be with these people. Uh, I'm a personal stylist, so I worked at H&M for a little bit, and then I worked at Nordstrom as a personal stylist. But they only wanted me to do one thing, and now being in the military, we are taught to do more than just one thing at one time. Mm -hmm. If, if you, you understand what I'm saying, so yeah, I'm being talking. a multitasker, I'm and um, also, so I, I, it, I got you. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So I can't see. So I got, I had to get on my whole other phone to jump on this jump. But um, so there we go. But anyway, so yeah, so I, I'm trying to see where when people will actually empower themselves instead of going back to these jobs and being mad and questioning everything and not believing in themselves and just pushing out something that they really want to do like we had to do in COVID. Uh, okay, well, here's the, uh, this is what you got to take into consideration. Everybody's not an entrepreneur. Everybody, it's one thing, like, you can have confidence in yourself, and, you know, and again, I'm, I'm self-employed, I've been in business 22 years. 
Um, everybody's not an entrepreneur. Everybody can handle because one thing is you can totally believe in yourself and you have all the confidence in the world. But when we start talking about when you're going down that road of entrepreneurship where, you know, all the bills are on you, market change, this, that, and that. Because one thing, like if, I, if, if, if I know right now I don't have PTO, I don't have sick leave. So if anything happens, mm -hmm. that's on me to do it. And everybody, yep. everybody's not built for that. And there's nothing wrong with that. And and I and, and I will say people can, people should always do that personal assessment to say okay let me let me know how I am because again it doesn't mean you're lazy it doesn't mean that you don't believe in yourself but something just you know there are certain skills or certain things that an entrepreneur has and there are certain mm -hmm. things that a person that they go on to work every day have and it, it, and it's all pluses I share this with people all the time you can't want the freedom of an entrepreneur but want the security of a job. And so at the exactly. end of the day, you got to know where you fall yeah. down, you know, that rainbow to pick what side yeah. you want to be. So I always say there's it, it, nothing wrong with that. You know, from belief standpoint, I think people need to assess themselves with doing it. What I think uh, a lot of people get caught up in is not that uh, they, they, they miss out on opportunities because, you know, they may be hesitant to do this or go for that. It's more so to what we were just saying earlier. You get so comfortable, you forget to uh, uh, keep promoting yourself or improving mm -hmm. yourself in certain things. And as the world changes, you know, we got different technological advances or different ways, different processes have changed over years. And if you don't stay on top of it, any one of us can become obsolete overnight. And oh yeah, when that happens, a lot of times people are just not prepared for it uh, because you can get a person that's totally confident at a job, totally confident. They know the place inside out. They get a whole new computer system in. Just think about you, you just say mm -hmm. the past, the past, over the past ten years, you got automation technology and took in that taking over a lot of manufacturing production jobs. So say you the cat yep. in now, you you start working at in the late in the uh, late eighties, early nineties, and you really aren't a computer savvy person. But now you you're looking at barcode scanners, uh, robots, and all these other kind of stuff doing it. It can be intimidating to a person. Who has not been trying to advance themselves, and I think yeah. uh, 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 we all can be guilty that certain things are just with our careers, with our families, with our significant others. Mm -hmm. We're doing it. I, I I just think that people need to more so number one know who you are because I'm right. number one. You know uh, I love entrepreneurship, but I always tell people it ain't meant for everybody because you got a lot of people like I said yeah. they want that freedom to do what they want to do this that and that, but they're not built for. Hey man, checks ain't coming in this month. Hey man, listen this that, yep. and, and again, like it's easy to say, hey, you can get these accounts, you can get this. If you're not versed with juggling five or six balls at one time, you might not want to leave that again. You know, you you you, you are you prize service, so you think about it. It's not for you to get four or five tasks, and you especially as you uh you know as you get promoted through the ranks, you get used to doing four mm -hmm. or five tasks at a time with doing it. The average person has not had that training. They have not had that experience. And yeah, as we get uh, uh, as you get older, trying to try to learn that kind of stuff, it's probably a little challenging. So that's why I say I think yeah. sometimes what people uh, uh, have issues more so, you know, try to get into entrepreneurship. Uh, um, depending on what level, you know, if you have your your, your safety, yeah, net, your, that being your job, we're doing it, um, and then you want to just dibble and dabble with it, you know, you may start you. I'm just throwing out, just say your lawn service or you know your pressure washing, yeah. your handiwork. That's cool, but you still got mm -hmm. your anchor. But when you go full throttle into it, you got to be built a certain way. You got to be built a certain way yeah. uh, to be able to handle that because, again, you find out real quick uh, what you plan 
and what actually goes on is two different things. That if you're not the type of person that's built to handle all those quick sudden changes and pivot and adjust, like you, like you would encourage mm-hmm. the military, those kind of things are, uh, uh, would, would knock you off. Now, the flip side of it is, in the military, we always know what? We get paid on the 1st and 15th. Now you talk about exactly. maybe getting paid 45 days or six months. I mean, I'll use myself, for example. Being in the tax business, um, we start pumping our money September and October. I'm not getting money in the account until, hell, mid-February. So that's four or five months. I'm putting out money from training, yep. marketing, and all this other kind of stuff until, you know, when money comes. Now, when it comes, it comes. But how many people are going to be desperate enough to be able to, to do something like that to get the bulk of your money four or five months out of the year and be able to, you know, maintain everything throughout the year to doing that? So that's why I say uh, um, I'm, I'm, I'm not cautious about the entrepreneur thing, but I always say know yourself. Know yourself and what you're trying to do. But also be realistic about what we're talking about now. You know you know where you, where you fall into the totem pole. If you're a frontline worker and you're pretty much doing – uh, a job where you know anybody can do is plug and play. I mean, it, there's no reason you're not an asset, and that's with anything. You know, when you actually right. start adding tools to the toolkit, now you you know setting yourself apart. And um, uh, and some people just need to be right down the front line. Some people, some people, <laughs> you know, well, 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 I'm not I'm, I'm not picking at nobody, but some people need to be the front. No, line. no, you're you're you know? absolutely and, right. And, and you give them one. You're absolutely thing. right. Just like. Just like we was in the in the in the military, you got that you got that little seaman that just can't get right. Yeah. And, and you, you you stay right there on on frontline infantry. You. <laughs> and, 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 and at the end of the day, they may be great there, but you can't pull them. You know, they they call that car is only gonna go top speed at five miles an hour, and if you go any mm-hmm. faster with it, you're gonna blow the engine. And that's not picking at nobody. Exactly. So, and, and, and I just think that most people probably need to do a better assessment of themselves but be realistic of what they bring to the table uh besides no it, it is because i just saw a meme or one of them tiktoks where it say i just want to get me a job where i get paid thirty thousand an hour and like and, and not do nothing like come on like i know it's a joke but that's how a lot of people think yeah and that's why a lot of people you know sit here and start over and over and frustrate every damn morning when they get up to go to work because at yep. the end of the day what you want in reality are two different things and because yeah. a lot of times people don't want to um assess themselves i call it intentional ignorance they stay yeah. blind to it on purpose because they can't fix it so that way i can always blame it on you i can blame it on the economy i can blame it on whoever and, and but, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day i don't necessarily look at myself how can i prove myself because if you look at it like this a team will break they you got teams that'll break their necks to get lebron james 20 40 million or whatever they give him that every year why because break that whole seller cap yeah because he's gonna make them money if you can sit here and, and put a company in a better position and make them money they're gonna pay you more money if you can guide them to making more money they will pay you more money but if you can't do them mm-hmm. to change widgets they're gonna pay you accordingly it ain't no way around it you we had a big push 10 years ago everybody want a living wage we want 15 dollars an hour Across the board all over the country. They pressed and pressed and pressed. They did it. But what did they also do? They made big capital investments in technology and innovation. And now what's happening? We got robot service mm-hmm. orders. We got all this other kind of stuff doing. And now you got an abundance of people. Now we know what's going on right now. Everybody's getting laid off. 
everybody's getting different things and stuff like that because companies are starting to say listen we made them capital investments in technology and innovation all right now it's time to start trimming the fat that's what's happening and like I said, yep. a lot of time people what they were asking for was right there just in their face but you got to look at it there are things of the bigger picture you got to look at it and, and, and that's why i really want to push the people to really make sure that you're looking big picture wise with yourself and where you fall into the mm-hmm. spectrum of everything you know not necessarily what you're doing now but what what you are doing how it impacts your business your organization you're working for and where you fall in line for if you want to have personal growth because a lot of times you know and, and i ain't knocking it but that's when i when i was saying i was working in the warehouse everybody was cool with quarter raise they might go in that politics get 75 cent but that was that world because a lot of them guys mm-hmm. you know hey you know they were just coming in with one particular skill set or they may have scars maybe hey you know different you know things on the record and things like that so they were cool with doing that but every now and then you have a cow with some unrealistic expectation and they'll bring right back down to earth look we're not gonna give you that because you mm-hmm. can't do this and that's why i want to have you know that that's one of the basis of the show tonight be like look if you see this thing going this direction what can you do use to change it but listen brother i, I appreciate, so what, i'm sorry let me cut you out what you about to say oh uh, my bad no what, what i hear you saying and is what i, I kind of want because i'm i'm an empowerment too bro i'm i'm just like you I'm a, i was a navy counselor or i think in the air force y'all had counselors career counselors or whatever i was in the army so, i was in the army don't get us confused oh you was in the army okay <laughs> so like a career planner uh-huh the I dude that gets you ready for transition that was me okay so I'm um I, I push that, but at the same time, our people and I'm, I don't mean just black people, but all people, they need to have some type of humbleness to them, you know, to be able to get in there and talk that talk to these people, and 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 and, and show and prove what they're actually worth. Like if your resume says you do this and this and that, then you need to go in there and talk that way also. But don't go in there with these false expectations. So we're saying the same thing. I just want to reiterate it for people because. They need to hear from totally different point of views. Yeah, but one thing to keep in mind, and I say this to people all the time, you can't have, um, you know, uh, uh, $100,000 aspirations, and you know you're on a $30,000 person. And what I mean by that, at the end exactly. of the day, you can see here, if you, you can want this, but if you can see here and show the metrics of why you deserved it, and it might just be market. This is why I deserve it. Mm-hmm. Or I can produce this, I can do this, and this is my track record. That's fine, but at the end of the day, you know there are some people that are going to go into a situation, they swagged out, and they're going to demand it, and they're going to get it. And then you got some people, mm-hmm. against, they feel that way, but we don't get paid on feelings. You know what I'm saying? We get paid on yeah. production. And, and and that's one of the biggest things I think people need to understand. Like, if you're not the type of person that, you know, they're going to sell themselves, this can happen to you. And it's not about mm-hmm. right or wrong or fair. It's, it is what it is. That's just point yep. blank, point blank. Period. When I when I got out when I got out of the army, uh, I wasn't the best at selling what I could do. I'm just being honest with that with myself. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. Plus, I was young. Plus, I was young. you know, military you get promoted off merit. But I wasn't the best person yeah, selling, for sure. like, selling uh, what I could do. And as I you know matured professionally, uh, I, I became you know better at it. But that was the kind of things like look, you know, you got all these skill sets. But if you don't know, you know, being a career counselor, you know that. You know, a lot of times people don't know how to, they've done a particular task, but they don't know how to put it in, uh, uh, change from military to English to sell to particular right. employers. Those kind of things, when, it, when, when it's not uh, done, that, you know, you, you miss out on it. So people get, get can get disgruntled about it. 
But with that said, you you haven't really relayed it or, or sold it to the mm-hmm. point where a person would put more money in your pocket with that. But I, I, yep. I, 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 I appreciate your perspective and your insight and everything. You get a chance, make sure you go to the YouTube channel and subscribe, man. I, and I appreciate you calling in. And please make sure it's not yeah, last sure. time I got it. I got all your stuff, and I've been talking to miscommunications via uh, online. Okay, so, cool. So uh, um, what I do is I push y'all, if, if I see it on my timeline or something, because I got y'all in under my favorites, so I push y'all out because I'm moving down to Atlanta. Okay, cool. So I push y'all stuff out, and I'm working with some people down there already with my networking. And I push y'all, it's like my, my, my uh, future underscore Jones page. Uh-huh. It's like a commercial TV spot for all my people. Okay, cool, cool. So if you got something that I'm inspired by, I push it out on there. Gotcha. And gotcha. I look at it, I like it. I don't just like it. I comment sometimes if I'm not busy, and I share it regardless. It goes on my story. Gotcha. So somebody's seeing something. You feel me? Okay, I gotcha. And I appreciate you. I appreciate you, and I appreciate you calling in, brother. And like I said, don't make it the last time. Yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. Uh, We're gonna be, I'm going to be in person because I saw you was in there with Bucky. With Bucky. Uh, Bucky oh. Bassett. Yeah, that's a different show. The comedian. Yeah. Okay, okay, that was a different show. That was a different show. Yeah, that's a comedy. Oh, that was a different. Oh no, my that bad, was that was a show. You know, we got. No, it was on your couch. Yeah, no, we, got, we got several. Shows. You know, we got several shows. Like we got this. You know, this oh, yeah, y'all got a whole. Okay, the Misfits Radio one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the Misfits Radio is the radio station, but it's like seven different shows on the radio station. Okay, all right, y'all got to get me caught up then. Gotcha, I'm gotcha. probably be on the team. But that's why I said, <laughs> go to my, my YouTube channel is Mr. Short Dollar. Go to my YouTube channel, subscribe, okay. and you'll see all the videos on there. All right, I got you, fam. Got hey, you, be safe. You. God bless. All right, brother. Take care now. Thank you. All right, peace. Appreciate that, brother. Appreciate that. But listen, guys, what they said, again, the night show, we're talking about um, uh, leaving your job before they fire you. So what I want to do, guys, I want to give you guys a few tips. That you need to kind of be looking at, because again, like you start seeing that ship sinking, this is one captain that's not going down with the ship. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> shit, I I can swim good, but damn, I ain't no damn expert in drowning. Right, so, right. we want to want to talk about. So, one of the first thing we want to talk about, guys, is number one, evaluate your situation. You got to assess, evaluate your situation, evaluate the situation. You need to assess uh, the current circumstances. You know, you know, as far as with your job object uh, objectivity, and what I mean by that is. You kind of you can look at the, the the climate of how things are going on in regards to, like you see, you hear things about the economy. They start saying, you know, sales production. You you seeing, you can see if business slowing down. You working in that restaurant? We used to be packed every damn day. Right. Now we only, excuse me, got business going on the weekends. You you can see certain things happening, how the trends are changing, and. You can look at it and just say, like, look, man, this ain't really, you know. Mm-hmm. You're seeing certain people that are with the organization, they may be getting older and stuff like that. Things may, may be a new regime in or something like that. Uh, different philosophies and stuff. You know, new supervisor coming around with a different way that they think and you really don't fit in their way. You can see that. Mm-hmm. So you got to set your circumstances and be honest. Do not hope. Do not hope. Do not hope. You need to damn know. Because at the end of the day, you you know how things are. What I say early, I trust you to be you. Mm-hmm. So when you sitting there knowing that, like, look, man, this shit finna go in a different direction. Cause I know how this person is. Right. Right? And, you know, if they want to just push a certain way, they got a different way of thinking or whatever, they're going to make different changes and stuff like that. You know it's coming. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of time. Mm-hmm. Do you want to take the chance of waiting for you to get negatively impacted by it or not? That's your question, you know. Right. Now, guys, remember, call in number is 678-740-9894. If you got a situation where you have experience, 
uh, uh, a layoff or a certain sudden change or you do see it coming, please call in and discuss. Again, 678-740-9894. But again, like I say, you, you assessing that situation. You, you you see it, man, especially like when you start looking at those those economic changes, prices change, this, that, and that, uh, technological changes, mm -hmm. right? We used to say, we used to have eight tracks, then we went to cassettes, right? Then we went to CDs, CDs right? And now we're streaming, right? What the hell, the boys? At, what, what 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 are the guys at the flea market doing now? What are they selling now? <laughs> Roku boxes. <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> What's the CD man doing now, man? What's the CD guy doing now? Huh? Yeah, he's he, he, he's hey. That's one that that's one hustle that they that adapts. They don't sit on their laurels. They sell a Roku boxes. They now. sell Roku boxes. Man, they ain't, man. Fully loaded. Boy, you see the CD man. I'm talking about he done. Boy, they 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 sell the tapes. They were man. You can't even bootleg no damn more. That's a whole industry gone. Right, but Take you know they're coming back though. How are gonna come back, later? CD's Talk coming to. back. You'd be surprised. I keep up with the music stuff because I'm needed. CDs are coming back. They call it's like records now. So do you Those think albums come came back, and you can sell one album for ninety nine dollars now? So it's like it's coming. It's becoming nostalgia. So they coming back. But he, okay, okay, nostalgia and bootleg are two old different things. You think that'd be something somebody can bootleg? That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> but they still got their old CDs from before. <laughs> <laughs> and they CD burns. Anything's possible. Man. <laughs> Well, let you laugh when you came out of the house. You seen that old ass Kenwood cassette yeah. player I had. <laughs> I was like, what the hell is this? <laughs> but those are still nostalgia albums. You'd be surprised, like, just on social media itself, how the, how those tape decks and those component sets are back in style now. Like, I mean, they be mm -hmm. an elaborate on it, but yeah, they coming back, moving on. <laughs> yeah, I got you. <laughs> moving on. Again, that first one we were talking about was evaluating the situation. And then the, the the second one, this is very impo uh, important. Uh, what was that? What was my brother named Future Jones? Mm -hmm. Future Jones go Jones, but that was that, that was the thing about it. And this is very important. And that's you got to review your options. And this was this is what I think a lot of times people get twisted. Mm -hmm. They get because I got time and service at this job, and I started off here now making there. They feel like they're that. Mm -hmm. But again, if you're if you're not uh, you're doing something manual that anybody can do. You just fall in. Your your time of doing it really doesn't. Uh, something experience doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. If you're building widgets and doing it, there's something that everybody can do. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter, and, 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 and that's a hard reality for a lot of people to understand. Mm -hmm. Especially if you're working in a private sector job, where or even a public, you know, just working. You know, you've been at, you've been working for federal government, mm -hmm. you've been administrator or whatever, or you've been. A teacher so long, this, that, and that, and you're used to making X amount of dollars. You, you, but at the end of the day, now you're up in the open market, and that skill set doesn't transition. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, hey, you, you, people being down, you know, in, in total shop, mm -hmm. and how you adjust and plan—that's what you know uh, will be a determining factor. How you know be able to land on your feet, but you got to review your options. You got to be able to look at um, what your alternatives are. Or we're doing things. You got, you know, just because again, we're talking about leaving your job before they fire you. Mm -hmm. When you see shit coming down the pipe, it's probably coming. It's probably, yeah. Now, how you want to choose to do it, you need to be sitting there looking at it. And we're talking about being able to to, 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 to assess yourself. Mm -hmm. Do not wait until something adverse happens to you before you start looking at, you know, uh, uh, assessing your skill sets. Mm -hmm. A lot of times, guys, you'd be surprised. There are a lot of companies out here that can uh, uh, help you, you know, you know, look over your resume 
um, uh, point out certain things that you've done. Because I'm, I'm going to say this. When you start going down those uh, free measures, mm -hmm. you know, they're going to go to the church. They got resume, stuff like that. You got some MF like me doing it. And I'm just pulling straws out of my damn hair, right. you know, trying to get words and stuff. But they got professional people. And that's why I say we don't wait. I'm not a... Uh, I'm not a reactive person. I like to be proactive with certain things. Mm. So you got to be sitting there looking. Again, when you're looking at review your options, you need to be looking at where, for what I do mm. and what for what I've done, how can that transition into another company or another situation? Right. Be it if I'm going to another job, I want to do things with myself, you got to know your true value. Right. And that's why a lot of times people have their feeling value, but we have the reality value. Mm. And that's why people. I think so many people caught up because at the end of the day, you may feel like you should get paid a certain amount of money. And that person you work with might get paid there because, you know, they dating. I'm just saying, like, right. keep it real. <laughs> right, right, right. they cousins, yeah, right? 100%. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? They family. It's a reason why they go to lunch every day, right, you know, right. and come back 30 minutes late when they howl, ruffle. That's how they did that. Right, right. You know, but, but, but you have to be very honest with yourself in regards to how you fall into place with everything, you know. Six red bones say still mix CDs. All right, then, whatever. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, if I get your name wrong, Mikel Pickford said, what's up, coach? What's going on, coach? How you doing, brother? <laughs> you know, that, but, but that's um, that's one of them things uh, about it. People don't really know their true value. They got a number in their head. And right. uh, we we all think we're, we're, we're special, mm -hmm. but we ain't. Mm -hmm. But when you sit there and got certain skill sets, and I always push that with people, like, Never get so complacent, no matter what you're doing. If your job or wherever you at, you know, they got free this, free that. You guys, I mean, even right now, we're in the world of Google. Get all these damn certifications out damn for free. Mm -hmm. You can add another tool to the cool toolkit. The worst thing you can do, guys, in life is get damn comfortable, get complacent. Right. Because technology will knock your ass off your damn feet. You know, it's just, doing it. and, it's doing and it. you know, you know, just, it's, it, it is amazing with all the changes coming down the pipe. And you can't, it's not a negative thing, it's, it's make things easier for you but also to do what take jobs mm -hmm. make companies more money move fast move efficient like i said that whole situation with those uh living wage stuff mm -hmm. that shit gonna blow up in everybody's face i said it years ago mm -hmm. i said it years ago with everybody pushing for it pushing for it and now like i said them companies are making them they made them capital investments mm -hmm. in artificial intelligence they made it into you know uh, uh, uh technological advances with the robots and other machines doing other jobs and now they're coming over to the, the, the other side all right, look, we got this stuff in place. Let's start laying these damn folks off. Because I got a machine to do what 10 of them do, mm -hmm. and I done paid for it already. It done paid for itself. So that's what we're on the other side with a lot of stuff going. Uh, we're doing. We had a conversation today at the office about, well, I didn't. Somebody was having this conversation. I kind of just heard it about AI taking over uh, property assessments, you know, um, going out and assessing the value of a property. Like they, they're saying that AI is starting to do that now. I think there are certain things that, that you still gonna have to have people with, because mm -hmm. you know, the, you know, the information can be seen or whatever. You know, just like somebody, it's it's, it's one thing, you know, like you got a in real estate people look at comps and throw out a number, but then you go because you're looking at the house and damn a house around the corner, mm -hmm. so if it is and that's the comp. But then you go out there, the house next door got a big ass motor sitting out there, and the <laughs> other side they got eight damn dogs in the backyard right, smelling right. crap all day. So of course your house looks beautiful, and they sold another around the corner. But you ain't that value right. in there because I got the motor and them dogs right, over there. Right, right. So again, that, those kind of things you still need human eyes on certain things for doing it. But I do think there are a lot of uh, changes, and it'll make I think it'll make a lot um, uh, 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 the access to the information. Mm -hmm. 
a lot easier. But I do think there are a lot of things you still gonna need a person to do. To do. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Now it, it, it what it does is um, it adjusts two ways. You, it, it can do. It, it can go about it. It can lower wages because they're doing less, or it can increase wages because you got less people doing it. You don't need as many people doing it. If that mm -hmm. makes sense. Right. Because I had a team of five to actually pull a certain amount of information. Now that I done reduced to two or three, I can pay them more money. Mm -hmm. You know, we're doing it. Uh, 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 we're doing it. Or I can get more done because I got access to stuff. So I think that's just time will tell us that. Okay. You know what I'm saying? You're that's right. it. that's just my particular uh, uh, opinion on that. What's somebody see Short Dollar? Uh, Jay Platt say, what's good, Mr. Short Dollar? What's going on, brother? What's happening with you? <laughs> what's happening? <laughs> and uh, so that was number two. We're reviewing your options. Again, we're talking about leaving your job before they fire you guys. Because, again, um, a lot of people call. Cause like, I'm, I'm getting these calls all the time. Hey, man, what you think about this and that with the, con with the economy, uh, uh, debt ceiling and all this stuff, people looking at that, what's going on. They say you hear Amazon laying off, General Electric laying off, and all these people laying off. They were just, you know, hell, they was, you know, adding stuff to the damn house about a month or two ago. Right. Now you get that <laughs> damn, uh, you get calling that meeting. Mm -hmm. You know, you're, you're on a, a 900 person Zoom call. Hey, we're going to lay out 400 people. You know, check your email. We just sent them out. Who the hell want to be in there? You right. <laughs> right. You know, and, and that's not tripping. It can happen to anybody, but that's why I want people to understand. Um, those kind of things what sent me in entrepreneurship mm -hmm. because I, I like I always share to people I had I hit that glass ceiling right. but you know to the point we were just talking about earlier I want a few people I can juggle seven eight balls at a time mm -hmm. and I know that was made made me different and I don't have them expectations from you know, everybody because I do think I'm different right you know what I'm saying like, take how you want it I just I I think I'm different mm -hmm. and, and and I can see people like man that can't show up he can do that right. and that ain't necessarily the smartest people can be entrepreneurs. It's just I think the people that can recover from uh, sudden bad changes mm -hmm. are probably some of your best entrepreneurs because things always doing this, that, and that. Mm -hmm. And if you're not one of those type of people, it's hard to be an entrepreneur right. because it's not the same as going to work and the same routine. That's that, that that's to me one of the biggest the distinguishing factor when you're going down that road because you know, man, damn, they stopped doing this. Man, we can't do this. And mm -hmm. they next thing you know, because at the end of the day. YouTube, we just say, look, we charge five hundred dollars a month. Mm -hmm. I just had a, um, a stream yard. This shit went from damn, um, I think a hundred some bucks to five hundred dollars. Hell, QuickBooks went from damn three hundred damn dollars to almost six hundred damn dollars mm -hmm. in a year. I'm just saying, that's the kind of stuff you like. Right. Hey, man, you know, uh, again, you know, I'm just talking about basic costs of doing business. Right. Uh, things change and stuff like that. We went from. A couple of years ago where, you know, you could talk freely on the Internet. Then they had the uh, restrictions with the words. Now they're opening it back up. So I'm just saying quick changes like yeah. that. So you, and you have to be able to pivot and adjust. If you're not one of them type of people, you got a tough time in entrepreneurship. That's why I said, like, look, know who the hell you are. You know, don't try to come out here, you know, just trying to do these kind of things. And Look, I got a little money saved up. I'm going to try to do this on my own. Like, all right. I'm not knocking it. But at the end of the day, it's cool. To, it, everybody, nobody needs help counting money. Mm -hmm. But when that money ain't coming in, find the money. <laughs> it's a different story. Shit, everyone don't know how to find no money. Right. And that right there, that, that's one of the bigger changes, bigger changes that a lot of people don't necessarily have. That skill set, you know. And that's one of the, what I say? Uh, Latasha Lane said, what kind of business did you go into after um, quitting your nine to five? Uh, leaving, leaving your nine to five. Well, no, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. Uh, uh, I, I always had my tax business 
open the whole time. Let me check it out. Thanks for calling the dialogue. This is Deontay Burton. Who am I speaking with? Hey. Hey. Hello. Hey, who's this? It's Chris. <laughs> hey. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? This is my son, Christopher. Believe it or not, with that deep masculine voice, feel like mine. My baby boy is graduating tomorrow, man. That's big right, shout that's out. Right, that's right, that's big right. shout out to my boy Chris. <laughs> What's up, Chris B? Nothing. I just want to say I'm graduating tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, he graduated. Yeah, Chris graduates high school tomorrow and at at noon and PJ graduates at eleven thirty. So I got two sons that graduate. One graduated from college, the other graduated high school tomorrow, one at eleven thirty, one at noon. So son, I do want to tell you, man, I'm super, super proud of you, man. Uh, uh, very excited uh, uh, to see you walk across stage tomorrow, and I'm more excited to see what you do in the future, man. So I love you, dog. Thank you. Thank you. And we're also excited because we got plans. Me and Will got plans for what we're gonna do with your room yeah, when, when you leave. leave. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so. <laughs> but now, nah, dog, I'm proud of you, baby boy, and I appreciate you calling in, son. Okay. Thank uh, you. Love you, man. You take it easy. I'll see you in a little bit. Okay. Bye. Right, bye, man. <laughs> My boy, what the hell? Right. He Thanks wanted to let you know. Hey, let the yeah. world know he is graduating Man, tomorrow. I'm proud of Chris, man. That's right. That's I'm right. Proud That's Chris. right. <laughs> proud of him. Very, very sharp, brother, man. I ain't just saying to clear your mind, but I'm super proud of him, man. And big shout out. Man, I don't know why the hell I missed that at the beginning of the show. I, was gonna see if, I know I was going to say it for the end. Shout out to him and PJ, man. That's some good stress. Got two kids graduating tomorrow. Right. Shit, man, cool, man. I'm, I'm, I'm proud of both of them, man. Proud of both of them. Break out. Who, who you getting the car for? The car? Who you buying the car for? Man, I'm coughing. No I'm not saying <laughs> shit. Find a damn. I mean, they cool. We are there. They, they height. Right. <laughs> I got them damn richy rich kids. Shit. They ass. They and they good boys. I ain't tripping. I got, I got good kids. I've been blessed, so I don't, I don't really trip too tough. You know what I'm saying? With right, that. Right. Uh, with that, I, 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 I'm really blessed. I got good kids. All four of them good boys and stuff like that. So I'm super excited for him and P, man, uh, with doing it. They take a lot of my, you know, I'm, I'm probably not the most uh, easiest person to deal with. Uh, but I think in the big picture, help them out, help them both out and stuff. So big shout out to Chris, man. Thanks for calling in, brother. Uh, again, the night show, we're talking about leaving your job before they fire you. We just went over three of them, evaluating the situation, review your options. Uh, oh no, second one. There's the third one, guys. This is very, very uh, important. Hold on, before you get that, you gotta answer Latasha Lane's question. What businesses did you start once oh. you, what, when you when you left your job, when you left your nine to five? Thanks, Larry. I appreciate okay. it. Okay. Uh, with, with that said, guys, and uh, 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 Latasha Lane, I will say that before I answer your question, I have a video on both Change Your Lives and Mr. Short Dollar on how to leave your nine to five. So I have several videos on how to prepare yourself, how to leave your job. So you can go to the YouTube channel. Both channels have over 700 videos, but uh, I did an in-depth explanation on how to prepare yourself on how to leave your nine to five in regards to, you know, you want to go down the road to entrepreneurship. Whole long blueprint, hour by hour longer talking. And I've done several shows on that subject matter, so feel free to go to Mr. Short Dollar or Change Your Lives on YouTube and just put that in the search, how to leave your nine to five, and the video will pop up. But to answer your question, um, I've had a tax business longer than I was at any job. Mm. So, you know, pretty much, but I was, I want to say moonlighting with it. Hell, you know, if 
five years before I left my job, I had a nice little job right downtown Atlanta, nice office and all that stuff, around all the pretty legs and everything. And uh, but the tax business was making more money than that. So I didn't, I didn't leave and start over. I just left and gave. I went from giving probably 50 percent into something and started giving a hundred. Cause my thought process was, hell, if I'm making this kind of money, giving 30 40 percent, what the hell could I do if I had a, uh, full attention to it? Now, of course, coincidentally, a year after I left, a year and a half after I left, I went through a divorce. <laughs> And she just went chain chain. It was scissor hands on my bank, you know. But we all passed that now. But I will say I was already in the business. So I'm, I'm an accountant by profession, so we just expanded the tax business. So everything's great. We just had our, our 22nd uh, straight tax season. Everything's awesome with that. But I will say that uh, uh, I moonlight with a lot of stuff. You know, anybody know me? I'm a serial entrepreneur. I had a a salon for 17 years. Had a studio three years. Um, I had a sports training company that I was. Uh, uh, a member of um, a lot of different stuff, investments in real estate. Uh, there are a lot of stuff that I've done. I'd have damn totally bombed on. So I, you know, and I, and I'll be honest on the show about that. I'm not one of the type of people to sit here and say, well, man, I did this, I did this. I, I have effed up some money. You know, I'm pretty good at making money. I think I'm great at making money. Right. But I can damn sure tell you how to eff it up. That's why I be very, very honest with people about certain times people want to make certain moves with doing certain stuff. Take your time. Uh, take your time. You do got to have some kind of courage with certain things, but you got to be smart about certain things too. Like I said, your hope can't be greater than you knowing mm -hmm. because you hoping people hope and pray on things because they don't want to have the accountability of themselves to be responsible enough to find stuff out. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That's why a lot of times people do that. Well, we just going to hope for the best. Shit, you can't hope on this because you got mortgage pay right. and, and, and you got car notes. And you said, uh, you know, raffled off of everything like that, you know, because you just didn't like your situation. And it don't work like that. Now you're, you're losing everything, your house, your marriage, your family, and all that kind of stuff. So I always say that that, that, that uh, accountability with doing it. But if you have things that you want to do, try it. Mm -hmm. Try it. Stick your toe in the water. I ain't saying go on there, go skinny dipping. Just stick your toe in the water and be realistic. And this is probably going to number three. Reflect on your goals and priorities. And what I say about reflecting on your goals and priorities you know where you want to be at in life, mm -hmm. because and and, and and again, when we be at a job, we're making good money, everything's going great. Uh -huh. it, it's, it's close to the job, close to your home. Like I said, you got freedom. Right. You can do this and all that kind of stuff. You love your coworkers. You walk down your cubicle, everybody high five, high five joke. Yeah. It's cool. Been there, done that. But at the end of the day, don't get that confused with, you know. Stability. stability right or reality right because at the end at the end of the day when well, again when you still you seeing orders are slowing down you know people we ain't selling as many of these before mm -hmm. traffic starting to decrease you seeing the signs mm -hmm. you got to decide how long you want to deal with that you know what i'm saying trader cole said congratulations guys also says redbone said oh, congrats boys appreciate that y'all appreciate that that's one of the things about it you got to be smart about certain things you know what i mean yeah and uh I mean, at the job that I laid off most recently, I knew it was coming. They brought us all in the office, not all of us, but my department brought us all in the office, get had a meeting. Yeah, things are slowing down, but we're going to make sure y'all got jobs. We're going to make sure that. I said, uh-oh, here we go. Mm -hmm. One week, one one week, literally, one week, I'm going to say one week, two days, after that, they laid, laid me off. Yeah. Like, and I already saw it coming because there was no work. I had already started looking, you know, but there was just like, there was nothing going, when, 
when I first went there to when I got laid off, it was it was a totally different office. It, and, it, and there was some of it was their fault. They didn't innovate enough. They didn't instead of letting people sign documents via email and and you know PDF and all that, they were still having people go out to the, these folks and meet with them and stuff. And I was like, that's not. That's not the way to do it now. That's innovation and, and now. And Y2K. Right. And they waited until last minute to do that. Yeah. So that was a little bit they fought too. Everybody else was already doing it two or three years prior. Yeah. But it still rubbed you a certain way, no matter if you're preparing or not, because you want to move on your terms. Right. But I, it may rub me the more. I think it bothered me more that they brought us in the office to tell us that BS than to just being straightforward and say, we we might got a couple more weeks, but we don't know how long because the job prior to that that I got laid off, they they basically was like, you know, we trying to keep it going, we trying to keep it going, and we're we'll, we're gonna work as best we can to keep out the job, but we don't know. Yeah, I like, respected that more. Yeah, but it ain't by respect though, lab. You, you know, I'm on the other side. Should I tell lab that lab ain't coming to work tomorrow? <laughs> so. <laughs> No, lab still comes away because you know what? Lab's maybe. smart. Yeah. Because lab know if I quit, I ain't gonna get no unemployment. Yeah, maybe though. Maybe. But you <laughs> that, know what I'm saying? So, want you to quit. Yeah, yeah. But you know, but, but, but take that consideration. Like, look, man, we're gonna try to make as much money as possible. We tell something to get adverse. Mm-hmm. Uh, cause I can tell you this, when I knew I was leaving my job, mm-hmm. hell I wasn't doing that. Mm-hmm. I wasn't doing that. I was preparing, getting there my ducks in a row, mm-hmm. we're doing stuff. And, you know, that's probably going to, you know, to that point of just uh, uh, maintaining maintaining uh, professionalism, productivity. You got to make sure. Now, again, we're talking about it could be at your job. Mm-hmm. It can be, you know, how you're preparing next thing and stuff like that. You got to ask yourself, honestly, which way I'm going to go. Mm-hmm. Because my best friend, uh, Jay, told me, the HR, HR person, I remember Jay said, he said, Poochie, you need to do this, get two-week notice and all that kind of stuff. He said, because if you ever have to come back, you don't want to make sure everything was good. Now that hit me the wrong way. I'm cussing him out, mother, this, that, and right, that. Right. I told you I'm leaving. I don't want to come back. <laughs> I'm not so coming back. Him saying that made me just more, damn little more like, whoo, shit, man. And, and, but, but I will say this: when you start doing that kind of thing, you need to make sure, from a professional standpoint, more so, don't burn bridges. Right, right. Don't burn bridges. I ain't saying. Are you obligated to give a two week notice and help people uh, uh, out while you leave in a certain situation with doing that? No, you're not because again, if they lay your ass out, they they not even give you a damn two uh, a two second explanation. Right, right. They're gonna, they 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 probably don't even let you go back to your damn desk. Right. You know, right. we'll mail it to you. Hey man, my wallet, damn my keys, we'll get it to you. Right. You know, they just walk you out, secure it right. up there, and you just walk. They have no damn remorse whatsoever mm-hmm. with that situation, right? So at the end of the day, are you obligated to do that? Now, if it's I'm working for my man Lab, that's my brother. I'm not gonna leave him in a mess up situation. I get it. But you got to be sitting there looking like, look, if I'm still going to be in the same industry or certain things, how do you, uh, 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 how do I want to leave? Do I want to mess my name up or certain things? Mm-hmm. So you got to take all this stuff in consideration. I always tell people, like, I know when I left um, and I uh, left my resignation letter and stuff, I, uh, I, I left, I had all keys left on my desk, cleaned everything out. I left all my login and passwords. I left all the manuals and stuff that I had used or created, mm-hmm. left everything there. So... Make sure nobody had to call my ass. Where's this? Where's that? Right, right. Uh, we're doing it. So I left everything now, but I damn sure didn't get no two week notice. Mm. Uh, we're doing it. Did that make me right? Did it, you know, uh, I don't think it's right or wrong. That's the way I did it. Uh, we're doing it because again, I'm I'm hitting a glass ceiling. But I had to be very very conscious about what my partner said. 
You don't want to burn no bridges. I wasn't looking to go down that road anymore. I'm right. doing something totally different from what I was doing Number before. Right. So I didn't need, you know, cool. The people that I had relationships with, I had relationships with, mm-hmm. right? The other people that I didn't, that it may have run the wrong way, I didn't care. Now that's me speaking for myself. Uh-huh. But if you know that you may have to go and they got to come, you don't want to just mess stuff up where things have to get crossed again. If that makes sense. Right, right. So you have to be smart about that. And, you know, again, you don't want to get. You know, a certain, uh, certain way of doing certain things uh, with, that can hurt you, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, uh, and I think I did everything pretty pretty good about pretty that. You know, yeah, yeah, professional. And I, kept, and I protected myself. But I ain't give a damn about them because they didn't give a damn about me. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't going to hurt my reputation, you know. Or, uh, or with, yeah, exactly, right. exactly, exactly. So that you got to be very, very careful about that, guys. Especially, like I said, if you're dealing with... If you're looking to move in a different industry, because again, sometimes we may think this is a big world, but some circles are, are small. Yeah, especially you know some industries, people you know they they may have grew up together, went to college together, they in certain lodges or fraternities, sororities, and stuff like that. And so you know one phone call can sit here and just damn a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Man, I want to go to the feds. I want to go work at the state. But then this cat wrote law, you know what I'm saying? So that, those kind of things can come back and bite you in the butt. Hey, man, we had a person, what do you think about him? Man, whatever. So you got to be smart about that. I went where I ain't, it was just me solo dolo, so it didn't matter. But you got to be smart about that, guys. You got to be smart about that. We're doing it. Uh, because again, we're talking about leaving. You you got to make sure that you, the priority is you. And it's not necessarily, the pro, you know, just you looking for a job. It's also to make sure that you keep your reputation and, and legacy intact. Because, again, that's what gets you opportunities. Right. What people know about you, what they heard about you, your name and stuff like that. So you got to be very, very smart about that, guys, when you're doing it. Don't be so quick. Don't be so worried about saving face and, look, I don't want to leave messed up. Because, again, like, keep in mind, it business ain't that person. Mm-hmm. That's on both sides. Right. And you got to make sure that you keeping that in mind through the whole big picture of everything or when you're looking at it. Um uh, another thing, guys, is probably last I want to think about. Guys, make sure that when you see things going a certain way, I know it's scary. I know it's rough uh, because, again, you got things going on. You need to start planning that exit strategy. Mm-hmm. If you have to use it or not use it. Mm-hmm. If they come in and say, look, everything's good, guys, everybody fine, whatever this, that, and that, you move on, cool. But you need to have things in place where you say, if this happens, this is what I might have to do. Because again, like tomorrow ain't promised was. We know they just with life, but it's not your damn job ain't either. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and, and things happen. And I've never been the type of person that had comfort in other people making decisions on my livelihood. Mm-hmm. You may think, okay, I can control this, that, and that. You don't have a lot of control of your destiny. I got somewhat degree, but there can be technological changes. To last point, AI hey, can just change the whole tax preparation mm-hmm. industry, just like, like that. that. You know, and I got to figure, Google turn around and say, hey, we're going to change the whole platform of YouTube. All that ad money going. You know, they may have. Like Instagram just did. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, you know, you, you look, everything can turn around and just change mm-hmm. in, in, in a blink of an eye. So you got to be smart about certain things. And, and, and smart just mean that, look, you protecting yourself. You're actively protecting yourself to make sure that another person's decision does not affect your livelihood. Okay. In an adverse way. Because, again, you can't change what people do. Do right. You can't change that. But you damn sure can have some kind of uh, control over the response you have. Towards it. To, yeah, it's towards it. And, and I really want to challenge everybody to be doing that. You know, look over your resume. Look over 
updated, networked, start going to certain things and stuff like that. But the last damn thing you need to do is just sit there and pray on it. Yeah, when I got this job, they was like, well, you got to delete your resume from all the websites and all the job boards. And I was like, really? Nah. <laughs> nah. Why would they ask you to do that? They, they asked. And I was like, nah. I won't be doing that. What's the purpose of doing that? I have no idea. Probably protectionism thing for them with everything. Yeah, I was like, nah, I won't be doing that. <laughs> wow. Nah, I won't. I will, I will never do that because I never know from day one to day two what's gonna happen. I, I learned that very early on. So, uh-uh. and I updated every six months on them boards, them job boards. I'm studying getting offers. I'm gonna make sure that I have some eventually. You know, saying that something's gonna come in. Yeah, that's interesting. I I wouldn't, you know, I didn't know if that was legal. But a lot just, of jobs ask you that. Really? They ask you to, you know, take your resume down or whatever because they don't want. For one, they want you to stay at the job as long as they want you to stay there. There you go. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? It's not like that they like want, they. Right, right. It's not that they're trying to make sure your future's secure. They want to make sure as long as they need you, you there, mm. um, and that you don't leave before they're ready for you to go. You get what I'm saying? Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Um, no, I would never do that. I always keep it. I just update it. I, I think I recently updated it uh, in May. I mean, I'm sorry, in, in March. Yeah. I updated, changed some stuff on Word and, ty- and typing. And I'm going to update it again in a couple more months because I'm going to use the... Yeah, and, <laughs> and, 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 and to that point, with stating that, guys, always self-improvement, self-improvement. Mm-hmm. Remember what I say, guys. The biggest way to increase the amount of money you can make with anything in life is keep adding value to yourself. And you keep adding value to yourself by doing new tasks, new certifications, new educations, new experiences. That's when you add more value to yourself. And that's what equates to more money coming to you. If you're just a doer, you're just going to get doer results and pay. Mm-hmm. But if you add value to yourself to do that and stuff, and the best way to add value to yourself is when you don't have to add value to yourself. If that makes sense. That means you're not pressing. You don't want to try to say, okay, well, I got five, let me go back to school. Be uncomfortable a year or two or three, whatever. you get, just going to get that stuff out of the way and, and, and do that. They have free courses now on uh, these universities, online universities. Uh, one of my I can't think of the name right now. They, they let the courses from the year before be free. And not the new course, but the year before. Yeah. If on the course, they let, it, they let it be free. So I go on there often to see what new free course they're offering and how long the course may be. And I take the course. Man, and don't shy away from from experiences because it may be time consuming. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, some of the things that you learn to do that may be the most uncomfortable, may be the most rewarding as far as career wise, paying things like that. But just because, damn, that that certification take about a year and a half or two years. Well, you are gonna get paid for it, right? You know, you you know, it's a, it's an end game for us. So don't avoid it because it seems a little challenging. Mm-hmm. You know, typically the more the, you know, that's why. Doctors and lawyers get paid so much damn money because they got to spend all them damn years in med school and residency and going to law school. Exactly. Yeah, that's exactly why they get paid so much because yeah. of the, the amount of commitment they got to do to get to that point. So just keep that in mind, guys. So let me see. Let me ask you one more question. Okay, cool. We go. Uh-huh. Um, we're talking about you know preparing yourself. Do you think of, uh, before the, you know to leave a job before they fire you? Do you think it's a, if a job is suffering financially? Or you see cutbacks coming. Do you think it's a good idea to leave, or do you think you should wait until they they lay you off so you can get unemployment? Prepare. Okay. Prepare. Because at the end of the day, you, you know you don't necessarily know when they're gonna make their move, mm-hmm. but you know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. 
control your controllables. You right. can't control what they're going to do. Right. I'm talking but about it, just leaving before because it may be a case you may be looking. You may be putting fillers out. You may be you know, putting resumes out and re-updating and getting everything done and putting it out. But nothing's beaten yet. And, you know, if you just say, well, you know what, I know they're going to fire me. I'm going to go. You may not get anything else. But, I mean, unemployment's not a lot. But it's something to sustain you a little bit until you do find something else. That's gas money to get back and forth these interviews. It, it, I, I, I don't want to cop out and say that's a you call, but at the end of the day, it is. You, you know, uh, it, it's when people, you because you, you can say and just say, well, look, man, everything kind of got back on track and the, the economy got back on top of everything was cool. Because I remember that was one of the conversations I would have with my ex-wife when the airlines were, mm-hmm. were doing it uh, or were slipping. And, uh, you know, she didn't want to leave because she had tenure down. Mm-hmm. We're doing certain things. And I got that. It didn't, one part of me it didn't make sense to become mm-hmm. like, look, we all here making this money now. She might have been already like, I'm thinking we're leaving there. That's why I want to do it. I, I get it. But on the flip side of it is there were people that, especially when the pandemic hit, a friend of mine that she had got on, he took the twenty something grand mm-hmm. and got the hell on the move to Florida. Okay. You know, and everything like that. He cool. Got right. another gig, got the money, and he still had all these different benefits we're doing. They gave good packages out. I thought that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh we're doing it. But I think that's a you call. And okay. I and I, I thought that was a great move to do. But to on the one side, people are like, Well look, man, I'm just I'm not the type of person I like what I do. I like doing it and they just took that chance that, that gamble. Um, I don't know what's the right or wrong, okay. but you got to be able to live with whatever you choose. It's your choice. You got to be able to live with it. And I think that's probably the point, that, the part that a lot of people are not prepared for. Right. That's why I say you can't let your fears be greater than your fear of doing something different mm-hmm. be, you know, greater than your fear of uh, not trying. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Right. That, that, that fear of not doing something, because, I mean, I mean, when I left corporate America, I mean, hell, shit, man, hell, eight months prior to leaving, I had everything. I had the money. I had, I had every damn thing. In place. Yeah, I'm sitting on money. Mm-hmm. But I was so damn afraid, like, to leave that I'm, making, I'm making money on the side, mm-hmm. got money in the bank, but I was just so afraid of leaving that security mm-hmm. uh, with doing it, man. And I remember when I had left, uh, you know, just just other job, you know, and it was like, man, they pay good, you know. And they pay good, but I said, well, it wasn't about paying good. You know, everybody was paying good. I, they want to pay what they're paying the white boys. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. look, shit. I need you know, hey, hey, they ain't even asking. You know, right. they go golfing and get what they wanted. Right. And it was just so, I remember, man, not, I mean, the job folded. And it, it was just, especially like the older folks in my family, they was just like, it was absurd because they were so used to, if the white boy made more money, mm-hmm. everybody be cool. Mm-hmm. You know, Poochie don't get down like that. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, that was one of them things with doing it, man. But I was, uh, I, I was uh, okay with living with. Hey, man, if this don't work this day. I was okay with it because my fear of staying around and snapping was worse. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Then, 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 you know, I'm now I want to live with that and all that kind of right. stuff like that was, was going. So, uh, but everybody ain't like me, mm-hmm. and I ain't. I don't think nobody wrong. But I, I always tell, I see, I know how they move and go. Right. You know what I'm saying? Well, you wishing, you you hope things get better and change. And, you know, uh, uh, what you say, you ain't got so many summers in life. Right. So many summers. You know, I love getting out of bed in the morning. 70, average 75. Yeah, and that's... I, that's not a lot of summers. Yeah, and, and, and at that point, I can just share this with people. I love getting out of bed in the morning. Mm-hmm. 
I don't be on it, man. I gotta do this. You I gotta, gotta do. Rush. Oh man. Well, you know, even if I even if I had to rush, even if I had to rush, even if I had a lot going on, I love getting up in the morning. Mm-hmm. I love going to do my business, mm-hmm. and I wish everybody have that feeling. Be if they going to work, their job, or if they you know doing their own thing. I would encourage everybody to get to a point where you love getting up in the morning. Whatever you're doing, and, and I think if you if you have it, you'll be a lot more healthier, successful, and you'll like make a whole lot more money with doing it because you love doing what you're doing. 95% of people don't love to get up in the morning. No, 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 no. Like I said, I love. Easily 95%. No, man. Hey, love doing this and that, you, might you know. Be a morning person, but they like, man, I don't want to go do this job today. And, and I had to go through a lot to get to that point uh-huh. where, where I could just get over a lot of my own personal feels and hangouts and all that kind of stuff I did everything I didn't want to do so I can do what I want to do mm-hmm. and everybody don't want to do that and again that's not a knock but you just gotta be again you can't have them such and such a uh, hundred thousand dollar aspirations but you got thirty thousand dollar movements right. and it's yeah hey, hey, it is what it is <laughs> it is what it is that's right you know that's just that's just how it is so you know I, I I hope everybody enjoyed the conversation we had tonight in regards to that and everything if you got if you came in on the tail end of the conversation what we talked about again leaving your job before they fire you, go to the YouTube channel, Mr. Short Dollar, subscribe to the channel, check out the video in its entirety. And also, if you got any questions or comments about everything, leave questions or comments on the uh, on the video, and I promise you, you know, anybody knows, I, uh, I check everything every day, so I will respond to your comments or questions that you may have. So with that said, guys, I appreciate you tuning in. Love you guys. One more thing, again, big shout out to PJ and Chris, both of them graduating tomorrow. Uh, who got it better than Pooch? That's all I got to say. Who got who got a better poochie? So, uh, uh, I love you guys. Super proud of both of you. Thanks for calling in, Chris. Thank you for everybody calling in tonight uh, and everything. I appreciate all you guys that tuned in. Love you all. Be safe, and I'll talk with you soon.